Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. And good evening. Welcome to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Irwin, Brian Best, Chris Moran here at Bullet Grill House. 401 Highway 156, Point Blank America. If you haven't been here, you're cheating yourself. Brian's like dazed and confused over there. That's normally where Brian, Brian, that's normally where you come in. Well, yeah, um, I, I thought Chris was. I'm, I'm watching two games right now. They got yeah, the yeah. same Houston game on, and they're about to start the Astros. So, Yeah, and yeah. we're out on the patio, four screens on the deck, and, and uh, we're, we got a great view. There's so much going on that you, you can't pay attention to the radio you, you, show you, that you're you, trying to record. The Red Wings and the Penguins are coming on later, too. Well, yeah, Chris, we, we see that you've put that on, and we're not going to hate you for that, but we're also not going to love you for it. And those three people that are standing, sitting down there at that table are mad they're going to be disappointed to know that, that that's not the Astros game. Yeah, I know. I might need to move some stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, like them in front of the Astros <laughs> game or, or, or something. Maybe put the Penguins on on the inside. So we uh, got a big group on the inside here at Bullet Girl House, and then uh, we're sitting out here on the patio. Uh, each and every Wednesday night, 6 p.m., we get started. And uh, surely enjoy coming out here. Appreciate Chris opening up the Bullet Grill House for us to uh, do this show each and every week. Not only this show, but yet followed up with this, y'all record your college game day show. College game day, Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. So It's a great listen. And also great, the greatest great. college football show ever from Point Blank, Texas. From Point Blank. So, I am going to – whoa, she's passing out swag. That's what I'm talking about. Some new 102.3 The Eagle shirts coming out here at Bullet Grill. Good-looking shirts. But um, I've also – I've been uploading the pregame show, high school sports pregame show, to uh, YouTube and – all uh, not YouTube, but uh, TexasPodcastMedia.com and getting it out there on, on Spotify and all that good stuff through my RSS feed. It's on Apple now. Not that you're an Apple guy, Brian. Um, I, I, I do some Apple. I'm not talking about Apple Pie. I'm talking about Apple phones. Well, I mean, you know, I, I uh, work has me uh, with, with the Apple folks. So, Well, it is what it is. had a great week this last week overall. In high school football, had some really good games uh, that went down. Got a great, great set of pickums this week. I feel like six games, not five. Uh, that means he's found an angle on something. And no, I, so I went through and I and, and I picked all the pickums games. And Livingston's in there, Cold Springs in there. Uh oh. And then I threw uh, two games in from down in the Golden Triangle area, which are very big games, and we'll talk about them as we progress on tonight. But there was one game that both teams are winless this year. And you love those. It, I do. And it's coming down. It's a district game. So, I got that going and put that game in there. So, uh, it's going to be fun. I, I enjoy the pickums. I uh, I did really bad last week, but I enjoyed the pickums. I really do. And when I say I did really bad – and you go back and look, and you look at the games that we had 
in our pickums this last week. If I can get any idea up. who's winning this thing, we're all tied. <laughs> yeah, we're all tied. So that's if, code for I'm in last place. Yeah, probably. I lost my sheet this week, so. So, but I do have it all recorded right right here in you know. New Waverly Hemp Hill game. New Waverly draw. Uh, I have to go back and pull. It. We had New Waverly and Hemp Hill last week. Anawag and East Chambers in the Swamp Bowl, and uh, Brian was the only one who picked East Chambers in that one, and East Chambers got the win out of that. You had Livingston at Vider. Was that correct? No, that's the Lumberton week. at Vider. Uh, that game this last week, and uh, Lumberton got the win over there as I went with Vider. Then you had number nine, Hitchcock, at number two, Columbus. We all went Columbus on that game, and Columbus 54-21 was the final in that one. And then the final game in the Pickums was the Cold Spring, or Palestine Westwood at Cold Spring, and and we had a barn burner over there. And a really good football game. Probably the best game I've seen Cold Spring play all year long as they played four full quarters of football uh, Friday night and and just came up short. And at the end of the day, it showed how important your special teams and being able to kick a field goal. Uh, It showed how important that is because they, if you go back and look at it, they lose the game 28-26, Brian. Yeah. And they did get one two-point conversion, but yet if they would have been able to convert, whether it be a two-point conversion or, or, or kick a field goal, Cold Spring wins that football game. And the playoffs isn't in question for the Cold Spring Trojans. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, especially with, I mean, that offense or anybody that's going to run double wing or slot T or something like that that's going to be a ball control offense, you're limited on your opportunities. So once you do get in the end zone, uh, you'd, you'd like to make sure that you get some points on top of that because, I mean, it's it's a deal to where, you know, in, in some games you're, you're going to have – I mean, you'll have some games where it's three or four possessions and a half. And, you know, because that's, that's what that offense really aims to do, especially if they've got any sort of lead or if the game's close at, at any point in time, then, um, you know, that, that's what that offense is going to do. So points are at a premium anytime a, a team like that gets on the field, and, and Livingston will have the same thing this week whenever they get on the field with Vider. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big deal, and things are magnified whenever you've got – you don't have as many opportunities to, to punch it in the end zone. You're not going to have as many plays in the football game. And I'm going to say this, and as a Cold Spring faithful and been following Cold Spring for a very long time, that fourth quarter of that football game, for the fans that were in the stands, they were extremely loud. They were on their feet. I thought the rivets were going to pop loose on the bleachers from – what they were doing, you know, stomping their feet and everything else. I mean, it was absolutely unbelievable the amount of community spirit that they had. I just it, it was so much fun and, and to be a broadcaster and being able to broadcast that game, we talked about it in the uh, podcast this week. It, it was so much fun and, and we absolutely enjoyed it. I did. 
and, and just to be able to feel it and hear it through the crowd mic and hear the bands as loud as what they were, uh, it just it, – it was almost like a playoff football game atmosphere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and that's what you look for whenever you go to, to a Texas high school football game on Friday nights. Well, and two, you know, we've got – I mean, it, it's kind of watered down to me now, and, and I kind of hate the fact that they, they do accept so many uh, playoff teams these days. But, uh, you know, Coach, Coach Vanover and I talked about it earlier in the week to where you're getting to the point in, in district play where these are playoff games. I mean, yep. essentially, these are if, – if you don't win these games, you don't have a postseason. Uh, so if, if you're – you know, if you've started out district with maybe a loss in the first couple of games or – you know, you do have a tight race where there's, you know, more than six, seven teams in a district, and, and there's a lot of good teams in that district. All of these games are essentially play-in type games because you're not going to have many chances afterward. No, you're exactly right. And, you know, we had Coach Vanover in last week. Great great interview with him. He sat in all the way through the pickums with us and, and uh, really brought a lot of light onto that Livingston Lion football team. And we're going to talk about them more in, in the second part of this show. And we'll talk about that Livingston Vider game. But I wanted to run down some scores uh, from around the area as uh, Galena Park stays perfect, 62-14 over Beaumont Westbrook. Kingwood falls to Summer Creek, 27-7. Grand Oaks, I mean, this sounds like a baseball game. Grand Oaks defeats New Caney 9-6. The Woodlands... Uh, College Park got shut out by the Woodlands, 49 to nothing. Baytown Sterling, Crosby gets their first win of the season as they uh, Baytown Sterling falls to Crosby, 15 to seven. Lufkin falls short of McKinney North, 46 39. Every other week they're driving to Dallas. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's insane. How do you budget for that? I I don't know. I, I love how the UIL preaches to us every year about how, how much they care about the kids and and everything that they do is, is for the student-athletes. And, and then you get schools like Lufkin that, like you say, has got to drive to Dallas. You've got schools that are in College Station that are driving to Austin every week. Um, and, you know, Ken and I, this past week, we drove an hour and 45 minutes to go to a district football game at the edge of Texas down there. Yeah. So well, they just want to make sure you got your seafood fix. Wasn't yeah. it was Lufkin uh, years ago that was in with the Woodlands and Oak Ridge yeah. and Conroe, and so yeah. they either had to go there or they were coming down here every yeah yeah they were just a few years ago, yeah. like four years ago. That's that's the district they were in, and then as the UIL has expanded the numbers, and it's 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 Lufkin and and Livingston was in that situation for a really long time as well. Uh, you know, oh, Livingston had yeah. to go to the. Bryan College Station area to where that was a two-hour drive every other week. Uh, we do we do Vider, we do uh, LCM, and in these years and but it's not as bad this these last two years for y'all going to Vider and LCM, and then you got Huffman and Splendora. It's, it's much better. It's more um, manageable. But I I think that we're we're at a point in. Uh, Texas high school athletics to where we probably don't need 12 different divisions of football that we could probably get by with a few less and, and include some more teams that are in closer proximity. Uh, I feel like, you know, we're, we're kind of like the West Texas schools to where, you know, we're, we're driving and, and we never stop driving whenever we get on these road trips. But right. 
it's it's bad, and that needs to be an improvement. But I I know that it won't be because of the the bottom line is is the dollar amount that they get at the end of this thing where the the playoffs occur. And that's you know every Texas high school football game that that is on Friday night, the UIL draws thirteen percent of the game, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's a whole lot more during playoffs. Yes, it is, and, and so. The, at the end of the day, that answers any question. That's why there are so many games and so many, so many districts. Right, exactly. Uh, moving on through some scores, uh, Porter falls to Laporte fifty six forty two, and and it's interesting. We talked about in our podcast this last week. This week is uh, Porter may have an opportunity to make the playoffs. I mean, they're right there on the verge in that four seed, and over there on the five nine n sports show. You, uh, we really break it down. Uh, Trent and I do. Toby skipped out on us. No call, no show uh, this last week. But with that being said, uh, we don't like you guys. He told me. Is that what it was? Yeah. He doesn't like us. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, it is what it is. Brenham defeated Rosenberg. Lamarck consolidated forty-two-seven. PNG over Dayton forty-one-fourteen. Uh, Splendora game that you're interested in mm-hmm. district wise falls to Huffman 51-22 and that really tells the Livingston faithful a lot as they go and we're going to talk about the districts in the next segment district 93A district 103A uh 93A district 104A division 1 and then we're going to stretch over there to uh Corgan Camden's district as well and talk about them give a breakdown but that's an eye-opener game for the Livingston Lions is, as the, the golden numbers, too, right? I mean, it is. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that can happen within the district. There's, there's not a lot of separation. I feel right now going halfway through district, there's, there's Lumberton and then there's kind of everybody else. Right. And uh, maybe on the bottom end of that is, is Splendora. But, I, I mean, you know, the season's not over. It's a long way to go. But. Right now, it seems like there's a gap between Lumberton and then Splendor down there at the bottom, and then you bunch those other four together, and it's it's almost where anything can possibly happen uh, well, on a the, given night. Because but here's the deal: Huffman it, hasn't had a good season. No, but they're capable of winning. Uh, LCM has had a good season, but they're capable of losing any of these games. Right, and Livingston showed exposed that right last week yeah. in, in a very tight football game and, and I'm trying to hold off to talk about that game to the next segment uh, as we talk about that district but you know 22-51 final Huffman defeats Splendora yeah. Livingston has beat Huffman right yeah. so Livingston has that going for them and if they can with them beating Huffman Huffman beating Living, uh, Splendora uh, I found out some other information and I will not share it on the air, but I'll share it with you off the air about uh, Splendora. But uh, so it's it's really – It's probably in the pickums this week. No, yeah. it's not. He's I got did, some secrets. I did not, I'll I share did, it to you after you pick. I did not put Splendora in the pickums this week. So Lumberton defeated Vider 54-28. Hampshire Finette defeated Harden-Jefferson 49-12. Boy, do they have a big game this week. Hampshire Finette does. Yeah. Sealsby all over Liberty, 49 to nothing. West Orange Stark defeated Bridge City, 28-14. The Swamp Bowl, we talked about it. It was in our pickums last week. East Chambers beat Anahuac, 35-15. Tarkington got shut out by Kirbyville, 66-0. Hmm. But what's not a shutout? Or it could be a shutout. 
you may not want to go anywhere else is Bullet Grill. No, you don't want to be anywhere else. Hey, speaking of, your brisket chili was off the chain last week. Oh, was it? Yes. Yeah. Not myself, Emery and I went down and, and had some chili. They did tell you what they had at this time, so you, yes. didn't, you didn't miss out. So I slipped down there. I got me some brisket chili. Emery had some. She's like, Dad, it's spicy, but it's so good, and she kept <laughs> eating it. She drank three bottles of water. So, But then I made me a bowl to go – to the press box, and I told y'all I was going to. And at halftime, I had Russell Wilbur and Greg Valk. They come sat down with me for a little while. Had to hurry up and get them out so I could scarf down the chili before the second half of football. And I'm glad I did because I was on my feet the rest of the game. But uh, what else y'all got going on here at Bullet? Well, you know we got a chili's great. It's kind of chilly weather, except for a little little Indian summer. Is that what they call it today? Yeah. Right, ninety little degrees humid. almost today. Yeah. A little humid. Rachel was sitting on the porch and she said, "Man, it's a little humid, a little hot." For as cold goes, as it was yeah. this morning, what a swing for today. She said, "I put on a long sleeve shirt this morning and I need to go put a t shirt on." I said, "You do, you, you do, you boo." We're. Uh, I see the the fans are coming on. It's a it's a time of year. I don't know the fans or the heaters. I need to bring the heaters up from the back. It's it cold as soon as that sun goes down. Probably drop twenty degrees out here, but we do have a. Some music this weekend. Tonight, if you're not going to a game somewhere, we got Benny Bryant playing at 7 o'clock, so come on out for that. Sunday, uh, I don't know, some, a lot of people know Wolf Creek Car Shows this yep. weekend, so if you're heading out there either before or after, swing in here. We're open uh, 10 to 9 every day, uh, 10 to 9 Saturday, and then 10 to 6.30 on Sunday. We close a little bit early Sunday nights. But we do have uh, Jeff Canada playing 4 to 7, so you're, Sunday you're out at Wolf Creek Car Show, swing in here 4 o'clock. Got to Jeff Canada is one of the best performers that we have here, so he's a don't miss. And if you've done spent two days out at the car show, you're going to be hungry. Yeah. You oh, yeah. Get up here to Bullet Grill. I even say if you're on your way to Wolf Creek, stop by here. Grab grab a burger to go. Don't wait in line in the sun, in the heat. Yes. At, at one of the food trucks out there. Come on here. Grab a grab a burger. Grab a sandwich. Take something with you. And uh, sit by sit by the car or walk around and enjoy yourself. Don't Don't be standing in line. No, nah, not at all. Get out here to Bullet Grill I think, House. I think I looked at it. We're seven miles from Wolf Creek. so That's a stone's throw. So, yeah. 401 Highway 156, Point Blank, Texas. You're listening to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show on 102.3 The Eagle and AM 1440 The Score. We'll be back right after this. Howdy, folks. Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936 936- 672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Welcome back to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Irwin, Chris Moran, Brian Besh, and our professional engineer is in the house this week. Ken Luck, as uh, we want to mention his name since he likes to brag about him being an engineer. We got by pretty good last week, didn't we? Hey, he ain't even get, he's such an engineer. He has not turned Brian or Chris up. I, I can we talk I, now? Are we good? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Only the best. It's only about Craig. 
Cancel that. This is not the Bullet Grill House show. This is the Craig Irwin show on 102.3 The Eagle, the diaries of Craig Irwin. No, but really, here at the Bullet Grill, 401 Highway 156, Point Blank, Texas. We are about to have some appetizers, I believe. Did you order so. something? What you I get? Still, are I you still? I, I ordered egg rolls. Um, I was told that they were mystery They're egg mystery rolls. They're mystery egg rolls, yeah. So, so we're going we're gonna to un- like we're maybe gonna, solve the mystery of <laughs> we're gonna unveil. We got some that got uh, that that became mislabeled or they came the labels came off. So we that's are, what it uh, is. Yeah. So we're just not we weren't hundred percent positive what what they were what flavor they were. So so are they like it's just a mixture of everything yeah. and, and you don't know what I've what. got a good idea, but I'll let you see what you think they are. Okay. I've got a pretty do y'all idea. do y'all have the boudin egg rolls? No. I had one of those the other day, and I forget where I was. But anyway, they had boudin. I said, "Man, I gotta try it. I like boudin, dude. It was something to look into." They're good. You know, we had boudin pucks, and I—I I mean, I liked them, and they went fairly well. We just didn't move a lot, right? I had them last yeah. year. Yeah, they were good. I do They're remember good. you having them last year. We've almost been through the entire appetizer menu. I, I think we're pretty close after today. Uh, unlike the meal menu. I, I don't think we'll ever get through that. Dude, uh, we've been doing this show, what, three years here? Yeah. And yeah. I haven't made it through the menu yet. I don't know that we've made it through half the menu, to be honest. And, and I'll even go a little bit further on that. My wife and I, we come up here, not weekly, but we frequent, and we still haven't made it through. But my wife is a one-hit wonder. She finds something she's like likes. She's a big buffalo chicken ranch kind of girl, mm-hmm. and she gets that, and she's like, boom, that's where she's at. She finds a good buffalo chicken sandwich, She's that's what she's getting. So, but, There's always a lot of people like that. I talk to people, they, they're like, I really want to try something new, but I don't want to be disappointed that I didn't get my favorite. Yes, <laughs> and Ryan and Mindy come with us, come up here, and uh, we'll, we'll come up on a Sunday afternoon or early pre-afternoon. And uh, the waitresses get aggravated with us because Ryan and Mindy will spend 45 minutes thumbing through the menu to try to figure out. And everybody gets something different, and then we all share off of each other's plate. You know they'll say, though, that, that, that that's me, right? Because I'm saying, why? Are they already got the order, the order? Yeah, yeah. The waitress sitting <laughs> yeah. there. And so next time that Ryan and Mindy and myself and Rachel come, I'm just going to tell them, say, look, tell Chris, to calm down. <laughs> it's Craig over here. Just tell him I got my people from Tomball. They need time. Yes. They, they they need some time. They know the menu. And here's the bad part is they've looked at the menu online on the way over here and and still cannot figure out what they want. So a lot of good games in week eight. One of the games that we – two of the games that we didn't talk about is uh, the Pottsboro-Winsboro game. Pots, uh, Winsboro wins that one 52-28. Two top ten ranked teams. What? Y'all are shaking What's your hands. Yeah, that's where, that's could, where, north, could, where are those? Northeast Texas. Okay. Northeast Texas. And uh, I follow them. I got a good friend of mine that lives in Winsboro. Oh, here. <laughs> and and uh, Winsboro, over the last couple years, have been creeping up in that top ten year in and year out. So I try to give them a little bit of airtime. <laughs> That Pottsboro-Winsboro game is a big rival game. And the game that knocked Winsboro out of the top ten last year when they lost to Pottsboro 
36, 35, 35, 34, whatever the final was. It was a one-point game. So that game got replayed this this year, and uh, Winsboro said, nope, ain't happening this year, and uh, made a statement out of it. 52-28 was the final. New Waverly defeated Hemp Hill 20-12. Newton all over Trinity 66-0. Corgan Camden Bulldogs. Now, this is one I did not see. Lost to Jewett Leon 27-22, Brian. They did. Um, still a ways to go for not only uh, – A lot of stuff going on in Corgan right well, now. I mean, we've, we've hashed over this a, a few different times, but – you lost the majority of your roster last year, and they've got basically a team that was playing JV football or maybe freshman football or, in some cases, junior high football that is all of a sudden taking snaps on Friday nights. So it's a it's a big step up in competition. They have done well uh, to survive the, the non-district, and they uh, – Got a one and one record right now in district. They will probably be two and one. In fact, I would I would bet on it. Uh, them being two and one this time next week, and we talking about uh, how they're back in the win column. But uh, yeah, and and Leon is is also an, an improved team from from years past. I'm not saying that you know they're going to go off and and reel off three playoff wins or anything like that. But uh, for a school that doesn't have much of a history at all. In fact, uh, what they are known for is, is actually volleyball up there. They are a, a, a powerhouse volleyball school, but um, it is getting better, uh, the, the football up there. And I don't know if you've ever been up there before, but I have. it is right smack dab in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And um, <laughs> No, it is. I mean, nowhere. It's, it's uh, I mean, you're driving and driving and driving, and all of a sudden a school pops up. and There you are. Yeah. But uh, – it's um, it's I'm I'm I don't know uh, anything really about them other than uh, scoreboard watching this year, and I I do know that they've got a lot more wins and they are competitive this year. Uh, I think Centerville, kind of like Lumberton and, and Livingston's district, is the class of the district right now. They have been and for the last Centerville's couple of years. down. Yeah, they are. They're, this they're year. not as good as as what they were last year, but they are still the class of the district over there. And um, it's it's everybody kind of chasing chasing them. Uh, Corgan, uh, Leon, Groveton are all kind of in the middle there, fighting it out for second, third, fourth, uh, and and it's basically a, a seeding war right now uh, to see where you're going to land in the playoffs because West Harden and Norman G are kind of on the the back end of that deal. No, I agree, and, and we're going to dive into that district here in a little bit, but uh, we're going to jump and. I know you've been chomping at the bit to talk about it, but your Livingston Lions. Not Pottsboro, Lions, is it? No, your Livingston Lions. <laughs> they, Livingston they, Lions. They drop one to Little Cypress, eighteen thirteen. Was the final there? Yeah. Uh, really good football game. I, I paid it. I scoreboard watched all night long as uh, we made it through the night uh, there in Cold Spring, and 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 I kind of felt like. It was ex- as, as exciting as what it was for the Cold Spring game against Palestine Westwood. You know, they had a really similar game there two years ago to where you just thought, you know, a play here, a bounce there, or, you know, a stop here, 
and it it turns out different for Livingston. Uh, this year, even more so, uh, Livingston missed several opportunities. There were seven turnovers on downs. Uh, there was a fumble at the Bears' five-yard line. There was a play at the end of the half where they get stopped on the Bears' five-yard line. Uh, it was a, I think, 30, 35-yard pass at the end of end of half that uh, easily they would have punched it in afterward had any time been left on the clock. Um, and then at the end of the game, they're they're down by five points. They've still got a chance because there's three and a half minutes left on the clock. It's a third and 17, and LCM throws for 20 yards down the sidelines. Kid makes an incredible play, and defensive back uh, doesn't find the football. And even after that, there's a, uh, a second and 19 that LCM makes on a screen pass where uh, you get a couple of people that come up and, and hit a guy, and they fall on the ground, and he keeps moving and gets 30 yards on the play, and, and that kind of ends it. So it was just one thing after the other where there was several opportunities to where the game was there to have. Um, it it could have easily been the other way around, and, and Livingston coming out on top, and we talk about how they're 2-0 in district right now. But um, Well, do you, do you think that – the lack of success that Livingston has had early on this season, going into district play, zero and five, right? You got a bye week. You get some kids back healthy. You're lacking some confidence, right? You beat a bad Huffman team uh, that beat Splendor this last week. So it's like you're playing. You're you're in district play where it really matters. You're healthier than what you have been, and you just got to finish. You yeah. got to finish that football game, and and it's like we got our best eleven on each side of the ball finally on the field. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's it's several things. It's you know, it's it's getting the snap, uh, not fumbling the snap. It's it's uh, handing the ball off, putting the ball in the running back's stomach. It's it's little things throughout the game to where you just think, man, if they would just do that, you know it that play would have turned out a lot different and it just kind of snowballs on them to where you get enough of those and it just it doesn't it doesn't come out their way in a five-point game and you look back and you just think man this really could have turned out differently but the good thing is is that they're competitive in a game like this because we're talking about a team uh that they lose by five points and probably should have won the football game uh, that's that's two and zero in district right now. They're tied for first place, and you know you're you're right there with them. And you're going to face a team in Vider here this week that, uh, that LCM LCM was able to defeat. And you know we Coach Vanover and I talked about it earlier this week. You know Vider's in the most dangerous position possible. They're in wounded animal mode. Uh, they know that they can't fall to zero and three in district, or you know it doesn't kill their playoff chances, but it kills a ton of the goals that I'm sure they set out for themselves before the year started because I'm I'm absolutely certain they didn't see themselves going 0-3 in district. Uh, and I'm sure everything possible that they can do to avoid that is going to occur in Livingston, Texas this so, Friday. So let's talk about the district as, as uh, Kent's throwing up the four on us. But uh, out of y'all's district, 4A Division one, District 10, 4A Division one. LCM's in the driver's seat, 2-0. Lumberton right behind them, 2-0. Both teams with a four and three overall record. Huffman one and one, Livingston one and one, and and you really flip flop those two as Livingston's got the head to head between them and Huffman. So, 
uh, in the driver's seat, you, overall, you, your top four teams, as you look at it on paper, and, and Viter's facing the toughest part of the district early on. Yeah. Uh, to get started with Viter being 0-2 and, and Splendor being 0-2, I don't look for Splendor to win a game this year in district. Um, I think it's going to be really difficult for them to pull something off. Yeah, No, most definitely. So uh, you, you look at your top four, top five teams, uh, Little Cypress, Lumberton, Huffman, Livingston, and Viter, right, and the six team being the Splendor Wildcats. And, and it's really going to be a, it's a defining game this week for your Livingston Lions is they are hosting the Viter Pirates. And – I don't want to say it's a must-win because it's not a must-win game, but if you can win this game, it kind of seals your fate and then kind of kind of lets you do a little bit different as you progress on through the rest of the season. It's as, almost uh, taking you'll have Splendora and then Lumberton to finish out the season. Yeah, it's it's almost taking a notch out of the belt, and you can breathe a little bit easier um, because you'll you'll basically have clinched a playoff spot. Uh, but each each and every one of these games for for everybody uh, throughout um, you know the the top four and even you know even top five, it's it's not necessarily so much uh, playoffs as it is you're fighting for seeding every week and uh, I tell you the the district that they've got to go against in in that first round of the playoffs you're going to want the best seeding possible because that is one of the stronger districts in the state and they have proved it year after year and they've had a team that has gone deep in the playoffs every single year and it's it's a very very tough deal to where you know there could be four teams in that other district that that defeats every team that's in Livingston's district now in that by district with Tyler Chapel Hill and the rest of them that's exactly what you get we're, we're going to elaborate more on that district next week as we uh here at the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show but moving into 12-2A Division One and I'm kind of stair-stepping around, and then we'll talk about District 9-3A after the break. But that's Corgan-Camden Bulldogs District, and you got four teams with equal records in District 1-1 one and one, as Centerville has Jewett Leon this week. Centerville's 2-0, and uh, should go 3-0 and after this week. Corgan's 1-1, one and one, Groveton 1-1, one and one, Jewett Leon 1-1, one and, one, and Normandy 1-1, one and, one, and then you got West Harden 0-2. Corgan has West Harden this week, which you chalk up be a two and one record going into a big rival game that really has more meaning on it this year than what it had last year, yeah. as it was the first year they had played it in a number of years. Yeah, uh, that rival game. As uh, I was watching on social media, and they got some swag out. I just ordered me a shirt actually yesterday uh, for the battle at two eighty seven, but. Corgan has West Harden this week. The storyline will be them in Groveton next week, the Battle of 287, uh, big rival game. And, and, and so this district is really unsettling, right, until after you get through this week, other than Centerville being in that woods one seed. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a deal to where it's like you said, they, they should roll over West Harden fairly easily. If they don't, then something's absolutely wrong. Uh, you've got uh, that game next week with Groveton that uh, will decide a lot of seeding. And as we clean this up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that uh, that game will have some, some extra meaning because it will be um, the difference 
maybe between uh, third place, fourth place, or, or possibly even second if, if a, cu- a couple of uh, things happen in that district. See what you can do about holding that bottle upright. I, I'm trying. I set it up there, and it caught the edge of the the power strip and rolled over on us. <laughs> Ken's telling us we got one minute left <laughs> through all of this. We're cleaning up a mess that I made, and then Ken's telling us we got one minute left, so we'll get we'll get it we'll get it figured out. But no, that district there's I mean as there's a lot of them and, and we could elaborate even more talking about district 10 3a and, and and such in the bi-district rounds but there's so much that we thought that this week going into the week uh the october 20th week that would come down to the wire um you know it's just there's so much up in the air and in fort corgan it, it is that that way as well but something that is in the air is baseball at bullet girl house this is distracting. You got Sam Houston. You got the Astros. You got me spilling my drink yeah, on the table. Too, too much sensory overload. <laughs> sensory <laughs> overload, he said. But uh, a lot but of a good, good, a lot of good stuff. We got a lot of a uh, lot of good baseball on right now. We got uh, it's a great time of year. Great college football. Again, we're gonna have the college football pregame show. You can listen to it at eight o'clock uh, tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. And uh, but boy, there's a big lineup of games that Brian and I are going to talk about here in a little bit to record for Saturday morning but uh, get out here and uh, the Wolf Creek Car Show again stop in go out there for a little bit check out the car stop on your way stop on your way back do both Sunday we got NFL Sunday ticket come watch your uh, favorite team play got Jeff Canada playing in the afternoon it's going to be a great day great food we talk about that chili get you a bowl of chili and watch some football What, what better could that be or wings I saw I saw a post this week that people just love our whole wings. We don't talk about the wings much, Dude, right? Dude, your wings are legit. We do the jumbo whole wings, so it's not. Man, I've mm. been to some places now. There's some places I used to really like their wings, but man, there there there's nothing left to them. I don't know where they're getting chickens at baby that they're. Yeah, they're getting some miniature chickens somewhere. Yeah, there's nothing on. Don't them tell my wife about them because she'll want to buy some some miniature chickens to put in the yard. But mm. 401 Highway 156 Point Blank Texas is where we're at. Bullet Grill House. You're listening to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports pregame show on 102.3 The Eagle and AM 1440 The Score. We'll be back right after this. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. I don't think he knows how long he's going to be gone. Maybe he's bringing my egg rolls back. Ooh, good idea. You ready? Welcome back to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Irwin, Brian Bess, and Chris is doing dishwashing things. You know, we started the season. He was having a hard time getting in. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm, I'm hoping he's coming back with our egg rolls, but uh, it's it's probably something a little more difficult than that. Well, he's got important stuff he's got to do. Astros are on. Sam Houston is on. Full house here at Bullet Grill on Wednesday And he Wednesday does night. have a full house here, so. Yeah. He's doing important stuff. I, I guess he's got a business to run. You know, he, he, he sits over here and plays with us. but Yeah. Was, it's playtime. He's, he's got things going on, I guess. Well, we got plenty to talk about before he gets back. And then we will be able to roll into everybody's favorite segment, the Pick'ems. And uh, I got six games tonight in the Pick'ems. All of them are really good games, relevant games, except for one, and, and it's a battle of two teams that are winless. <laughs> if you've got Pottsboro in there, I'm not picking it. Pottsboro is not in there, I promise you. Pottsboro is not in there. Neither is Tarkington. As they do have East Chambers this week. Uh-oh. And uh, as you listen to the broadcast tonight, it'll be uh, well worth listening to. We did talk about Tarkington in our podcast uh, that we do each week. Oh, they! I thought they were waving at me. I thought we had fans for a minute. Old girl over there was waving, but she was waving at McKenzie, who was the ex-bingo caller here at Bullet Girl House. So as bingo's fixing to get fired up, but let's jump into District 9-3A. And, and a lot going on in this district and a lot for the Cold Spring Trojans, right? As you look at this district, you got Die Ball 3-0, Woodville 3-1, Cold Spring 2-2, two and two, Westwood is 2-1, and one, Crockett 1-2, one Shepard 1-3, Huntington 0-3. Oh now, I say all of that to say this, as you, as you look at this district, obviously die ball's in the driver's seat, driver's seat. Uh, Woodville in the two, Westwood in the three. Cold Spring is battling for that four seat, absolutely battling for the four seat. And, and Toby and I were talking about it uh, yesterday, I believe it was on the phone, that Cold Spring could win this die ball game and, and lose to Shepard. And the Battle of San Jacinto is next week. Mm-hmm. It, it it's really this die ball game's not relevant. You have to beat Shepard at home, and Coach Robinson for the Shepard Pirates has the Cold Spring Trojans number. <laughs> yeah, winning four of the last five head to head matchups. Yeah, he does. And so, so that means the die ball game is relevant. Well, but it, if you. Last year, Cold Spring beat Die Ball, mm-hmm. sitting in the same situation, going into the Die Ball game. Mm-hmm. They won the Die Ball game. I think it was twenty to nineteen was the final in that game. Turn around, lost the next week to Shepherd, and needed Shepherd to lose to Huntington in order to solidify their playoff spot. They're in this exact same spot that they were just last year. Yeah. So, it is a, a very competitive district, and it's one I, I feel kind of like Livingston where it's gotten better recently, very recently. And uh, you've, you've got teams like Westwood and, and Die Ball and, and Woodville that maybe weren't as good in years past, but all of a sudden they're uh, playoff fixtures. Yeah, and, and so this district is going to come down to the final wire, right? And, and it really is. Next week – the Shepherd game, the Battle of San Jacinto, is a, is it's bigger than 
the inter-county rival, right? It's it's playoff implications. And yeah. and with that being said, that's saying that Shepard, which is one and three right now, is on a bye week, wins next week. Just say they beat Cold Spring, which will give them the same record if Cold Spring was to drop to die ball mm-hmm. and then goes to Huntington and beats Huntington. They'll have the equal record, but the head-to-head will give Shepard that shot into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the year hasn't started off as I'm sure Shepard would want it to, but you've kind of kind of look at it that way if you're a Pirate or a Pirate fan and, and you know, you've still got a, a place at the table if, if you can take care of business. No, you do. So very interesting looking at this district as we break it down and, and kind of kind of figure it out. And, and we thought about this week, coming into this week, uh, on the games that were going on. And early on we was like, 1020 that's the big week of Texas high school football mm-hmm. to de- to define a lot of games and and with and we were talking about Anawax district as well and uh it's just it hasn't worked out that way Anawax lo- losing to East Chambers last week and, and 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 things just working out the way that they have but there is still some big games and I feel like that I got some of those games in the pickums here in week nine. There's of, some obscure games that he's got in the pickup. So, oh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. As as promised, Splendora is not in the pickums, neither is Tarkington. But since we got Chris back here, we're gonna start this one off right on a high note. And I'm gonna let Brian get it started. Vider on the road at Livingston. Everything that Livingston has done to this point makes me want to pick Fighter. But I'm going Livingston this week because I feel like even though they dropped an 18-13 game this past week, I feel like that's going to give them enough confidence in what they have done this season. I, I don't think they make as many mistakes this week. They have been... Last week, they were very good at stopping the run. LCM uh, ran all over Vider. They had a quarterback that ran for over 100 yards. They had a running back that went for over 120. And Livingston stopped their running game cold. They've got to do that, obviously, again this week because Vider's not going to throw the football. Somehow, Vider has gotten by this year. They've thrown for 150 yards this year, period. In that time, they've thrown six interceptions. I don't know how that has happened, um, but it's happened. I'm going to tell you so how that happened. Certainly not is a threat. The defender was able to run underneath the ball right. and get both hands on it before it's the receiver just, did. It's amazing to me that they've thrown the ball enough to have six interceptions. But the, obviously the pass isn't going to be a, a huge threat against Livingston. Uh, it might come into play once or twice, but Livingston has to stop the run this week. They did it very well this past week. I think they do it again, and I think Livingston comes out on top in what should be a very, very fast game because both of these teams aren't going to put it in the air that much. Chris, you want to go next? Uh, I'm taking Livingston. I can't go against the local team. and I think Livingston, is they've been right on the doorstep. They, they've got to get this W. There now, you go. And, and I'm going to follow suit. And and after listening to Coach Van over last week and uh, 
with what he had to say about his Livingston Lion football team, it built a lot of faith for me. Before, if I would not have got to visit with Coach Vanover last week, I would have went the other way. But with having the health of players that he has back now and and being more of a complete football team, and two, and we talked about it in our podcast, you got to look at the strength of the schedule that Livingston had this last week, this last year, this year, right? You you look at that. So I think you factor all of that, and that's what's defined these kids to be where they're at. And – I think this is going to be the first year in a number of years that Livingston doesn't see Tyler Chapel Hill in the first round of the playoffs. Well, and I, I tell you, I I wonder kind of where their heads were at after going 0-5 in district, and I was able to talk to a couple of the players. It was the two running backs, Jaron James and Trenton Williams. I was able to do an article with them and, and kind of talk to them during the off week, and you just think – High school kids, they're 0-5 right now, and you feel that maybe they're just dejected and, and they've given up on the season, but they were ready. Like, they were ready for district. They knew that everything that had happened in non-district, that's in the past, and it's not going to matter going forward in these district games. And that kind of made me feel better about where the team is at because those are two of the team leaders, and I feel like anything that comes off of them is going to be reflected in the team. Next game. In, in the Pickums is a really a big game in Southeast Texas. Probably one of the biggest games going on in the state. At least we're in Texas. Besides, going to have something in Oklahoma next. Uh, no, we're not <laughs> going into Oklahoma. I mean, I could have threw through the China Spring Stephenville game in here, but I didn't. China Spring. Really? Y'all heard Brian Best China Springs over Stephenville. What's the score? I, I don't give scores. I, I just give. <laughs> Hampshire, number seven, Hampshire Finette at number two, Silsby. Huge, huge game as Hampshire Finette's had a story run. Uh, had a couple tight games. Jasper, uh, Westhorn Stark carried Westhorn Stark went to overtime. They beat Jasper by a score. Uh, big game for both teams in their district for the district championship. Chris. Hampshire Finette. Oh, Chris is going Hampshire, Hampshire for that fan. Man, I just think they're it's a they're a powerhouse. Dude, and that's not a bad pick. It's it's really not. It can go either way. Um, it's going Hampshire for that way. Friday <laughs> night. Chris says it's going Hampshire for that way. No matter what, that's the way it's going to go. Games on the road. It's a road game. And Hampshire for for a long time. They were they were the cat killers on the road. Uh, they very successful record on the road. It, it's really it's a hard game for me to pick. I'm gonna go, and I've watched Hampshire Finette. I don't think Hampshire Finette's gonna be able to match up to the speed that Silsby has. So I'm gonna have to go with Silsby in this one in a two score game. Silsby has a ton of athletes, and they'll have the best player on the field in Draylon Miller at Silsby. And he's going to A&M, isn't he? Until a couple of days ago, yeah. <laughs> Here's one I threw in here. We got six games this week in the Pickums. Battle of the Zeros. Neither one of these teams have a win in the win column. Harden Jefferson on the road at Bridge City. Brian. Bridge City. <laughs> that was quick. I've seen the scores with Harden Jefferson. 
I'm going with Brian Bridge City. Dag gum. Should I just punch a – you know what? I got to go with Bridge City too, and here's why. Here's why I'm going with Bridge City. Because no matter how bad they are, they pack a huge crowd, and it's very, very loud. I love Coach Bass over there at Harden Jefferson, but I feel like Bridge City's going to win this one. So we're going to go Bridge City times three. The next one. This one's going to be a little bit harder. Jasper on the road at West Orange Stark. I'm going to start this one. West Orange Stark has played some very tough games, carried Hampshire Fournette to, to overtime. I'm going to go with West Orange in this game. You say it's at West Orange? It's at West Orange. It makes it more difficult because I wanted to go with Jasper. Um, I'm going to go – I'll go West Orange. Oh. We had an egg roll as – explosion in the back. You only got two egg rolls? That's all we got. I, oh. I was told that was in order. Oh. Well, it's two, yeah. I'm, yeah. For the deal tonight, it's it's two egg rolls. They're, they're cut in half, and I'll tell you, the you, inside, they're look, a mystery. You, can, looks, they look you, can, really you can get more, though. <laughs> well, we know. Hey, Sam scored. What What's your pick? Uh, West Orange. I'm not going against West Orange at home. It's hard in the story program that they are, right? In the story program that Jasper is, I'm looking forward to uh, the November 3rd game at uh, Jasper and Silsby. I'm going to that game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Next game in the Pickhams, Lorena on the road at number one, Franklin. This is like a huge game. I'll start this one uh, unless Chris wants to. But uh, no, well, you threw in there that I Franklin's number one. I don't even know about Lorena. Is Lorena like under like Lorena? Has Lorena has a new head coach over there. Uh, that's the downfall to them, but still the same story program. Very good football team. Franklin has had a lot of very close games, and I've said it for some time, and I think every week since we've been doing this broadcast, and we've talked about Franklin. I think Columbus, if if you take the number two team Columbus and you, the number one team Franklin and put them on the field together, that Columbus beats Franklin this year. I think Franklin's down a little bit. This is going to be – I think this is going to be a better football game. Are you thinking Lorena is going to uh... – I think it's going to be a tight game. You want me to start it? Franklin. I'm staying with Franklin. I, I don't – there's a handful of teams in the state that I'll never pick against, and Franklin's and one of them. Franklin and Tarkington, right? And by the way, the egg rolls are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian, what said, are you picking? Are you picking Franklin? I, I'm. I'm actually. Uh, he didn't sway us. I, I know that's what his goal was. His goal was to have. I'm going to sway them into taking Lorena is going to upset Franklin. He's got but this he, whole he used car salesman pitch he, that he, he gives for whenever he wants yeah. you to, to go he with somebody. Pitch, he didn't pitch it i got to keep everybody on the edge, yeah. right? Final game of the night. Can you guess who it is, Brian? Of course, you can look over at my computer screen. Cold Spring on the road at Dieball. All right. I'm going to go last in this one. I, um, I have been picking Cold Spring. They have been burning me. I think they've done it twice in a row. And I'm going to go – with die ball, uh, die ball's having a very good season, and they're probably going to win that district over there. 
And I don't think Cold Spring's going to stop that. Chris. Wow, that's a tough one. No, it really is. I mean, if you think about it, the last four years, uh, three out of the four years, Cold Spring has won this football game. I'm going to take Cold Spring. I got to stay with the home team and, and now, root for them. He just gave you the used car salesman pitch. I know, and I'm going and, for and it. You're I'm, gonna I'm go staying. I... So you're going to be stuck with a bad interest rate. I'm going <laughs> to very bad. <laughs> I'm going to go as hard as it is. I'm going to go with die ball in this game, and it's going to bring it down to the wire for the Cold Spring Trojans against the Shepherd Pirates in the Battle of San Jacinto. And, and why I'm going with die ball is I think die ball is more physical and bigger in the trenches. Cold Spring has struggled, struggled on the offensive line against a really good Woodville team. The die ball coaches were sitting in the stands watching that football game against Woodville as they were on a bye week. And Coach Morrison is a defensive mastermind, and if there's any offense that Coach Morrison knows how to defend, that's the slot T and I feel like they're going to put together a excellent game plan to shut the run down uh, and shut Tiger Parker down. I, I, I just I feel it, and, and Coach Morrison's that good of a coach. Uh, the passing game for the Cold Spring Trojans isn't that good, and I don't feel like that the offensive line blocks enough in order for to give David Rowe the time to give the receivers an opportunity to get open and throw the ball downfield. You have to mix it up then, right? Yeah, well, you do, but I think the this interior. This is your game. you got to throw everything on the line in this game. You do, but you got to really throw everything on the next week because I'm picking die ball to win this one. So uh, that's going to be our pickems here in week nine, Texas high school football uh, in, SET, in southeast Texas. You can find all these pickems on the 590 Sports Facebook page. Go in there, chime in with us. And uh, and throw your pickums on there as Jordan got hit in the ankle and uh, by curveball. I mean, it was like seventy six miles an hour. It wasn't that fast? But uh, anyway, Jordan's getting on first, and I think if I was a pitcher, that's exactly what I would do. But uh, one thing I w- I would hit as well was is that bullet. more time, or is that we need to? Yeah, wrap that's it up. telling I, we I'm got just, more time. I'm just. <laughs> I don't know those engineer signals. Anymore. Yeah, he, he doesn't know them either. He's like some of the it's officials. like a catcher. He's like flashing us yeah. two, three, he's like, four. Hey, he's like some of the officials we've seen at some of these high school football games, I promise you. <laughs> he's going to timeout and cut it off. But uh, one thing I, w- I would hit is the Bullet Girl House here in Point Blank, Texas, 401 Highway 156. Come by and see the great folks at Bullet Grill House. That's going to do it for us in week nine of Texas high school football in the Bullet Grill House high school sports pregame show. We're going to send it back to the studio, get ready for kickoff. Your Livingston Lions hosting the Vider Pirates. Your Cold Spring Trojans on the road at Die Ball facing the Lumberjacks. We'll see you at the game. Howdy, folks. Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all.